Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is March the 2nd, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, First segment is entitled Dexter Carter, not celebrated enough. And he's one of the guys that played for Florida State and San Francisco. So, you know, he's one of my, excuse me, one of my favorites. The thing that I remember about Dexter Carter growing up and watching Florida State is that he always um, showed up in the uh, when he had his opportunity. I remember him going big against Florida uh, a couple years. He had big games against Florida. Um, He just wanted, I mean, he was an all-purpose guy. He could do it all. He could redo, he could do kickoff returns. He could do punt returns. He could catch it out the backfield. Um, you could give it to him 20 times. I mean, it was just, he was just an all-purpose guy, man. And um, he helped build that program. He helped. All right. He, um, he um, his senior year. He had a, it was his best year. Uh, yeah, statistically, uh, his sophomore year was pretty good. Also, um, he was a first round pick. I mean, he didn't put up gaudy stats in college, but he was still a first round pick in um, in um, nineteen ninety, number twenty five. Overall, and um, you know, just just one of my favorite players, man. He, he, like I said, he could do it all. He was a part of the Super Bowl team, the uh, the nineteen ninety four Super Bowl team with the Forty uh, Niners. Um, he played virtually his whole career with the Forty ers He played a half a season with the Jets, then he came back to San Francisco. So basically, from nineteen ninety to 1996 six years six seasons um he was virtually with the 49ers his whole career um and um it was nice to see him get a he didn't really do anything significant in the pros you know he was just that all-purpose guy um one his best year on kickoff returns was 1994 he averaged 23 yards uh per kickoff return which is which isn't spectacular but it was decent i mean you had one of the most prolific offenses in football at that time so um you know he didn't have to do a whole bunch but like i said just one of those players that you never hear about he was the bridge to uh, Ampley and Tiger McMillan and Marion Butts and you know so on and so forth um, so let me know what you think about Dexter Carter man um, 
moving on to the next segment, which is entitled, How Many Points Will the Defense Give Up Per Game? <clears throat> and that's a very interesting topic, I think, or a very interesting question. I think if um, the defensive line, the starting defensive line is there and healthy, I think if you get decent play from these linebackers and the defensive coordinator, Andy Fuller, can scheme it up good, I would say, you know, every game except maybe the Clemson and the Florida game, I think they can hold their opponents under 20 points. If they can stay under 20 points per game, that would be good. And that's that's taking everything into consideration that the offense can put up more than 20 points in a game. Um, I mean, Florida State has talent. It's not Clemson talent or Alabama talent or Ohio State, but they got talent. So... It's, it's really It really comes down to coaching and strength and conditioning, in my opinion. And just instilling that attitude in your program that you're either going to come out and play hard every week or you won't play. It's really that simple. Um, so I would say under 20 points, just to stay on topic, because I'm about to go off on a <laughs> tangent. <laughs> so I would definitely say um under 20 uh i think this defensive line if healthy and if they can stay healthy has a chance to be one of the best florida state defensive lines ever i really i really feel like that um i'm glad that that they're, they're, they're uh switching back to the 4-3 the the uh personnel right now is suited for 4-3 and we'll see what happens man but I would say under 20 points is the number that right now you should shoot for. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled. Why was Jaden Lars Woodby playing linebacker? Um, and I can't really answer that question. Because you had all these freshman linebackers. And it wasn't like you were... Um, you know, setting the world on fire on defense. Um, so I would have let uh, Deloach and Glenn and Gaynor and all those linebackers, all those hybrids that you had. I don't know why you're saving their red shirt. I, I just don't know why. You, 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 you know, you got to take your lumps. Either way, you're going to take your lumps, either this year or next year. So I don't know why you preserving anything. You know, you're trying to win games, but it, it just came it just became more and more evident that old Willie Taggart wasn't trying to win games. He I believe he was intentionally trying to get fired so he could get his buyout and move on to some other place. That's what I really believe. And if he was doing that, I am not happy with it, but I mean the 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 rumor mill is that Florida State was intentionally um sabotaging him with with limited funds so he would fail you know he had to do more with less uh, you know I just and, and that might be some truth to that but it is what it is man um, 
It just, um, you know, we had a whole bunch of players that played out of position. Akeem Dent, Jaden Lars Woodby, um, uh, Leonard Warner. Uh, you had uh, Janoris Robinson playing out of position. He's not a stand-up 3-4 linebacker. He's a defensive end. You had um, Kando playing out of position, although he started to come on and play well at that position. Um, but Lars Woodby, I think, if he was actually playing strong safety or free safety, he probably doesn't get hurt. So I hope he switches back to his natural position. Um, I think him and Nazrul Dean as the safeties is going to be tremendous. You would probably put Nazrul Dean as your linebacker hybrid um, and let – because Lars Woodby is an athlete, man. He's he's going to have to get back down to two, 208, 210. Because I think he's probably like 220-something right now. But he's got to lose about 10 pounds. And then you'll see that guy that played uh, high school ball that was running all over the field making plays. So, because they switched him to linebacker his freshman year. I'm like, Do you, this guy has tremendous ball skills. Why are you limiting him? to linebacker but it is what it is man I just the Willie Tagger era I just can't explain so you know hopefully the Mike Norvell era is better and we put players in the right positions to succeed so let me know what you think about this segment and I'm gonna move on to the next segment which is entitled the NCAA is looking into uncontested transfers. Um, and in a lot of respects, I'm cool with it. But I think it's just going to open up a floodgate, Pandora's box, whatever you want to call it, to where if a kid is not happy, he's going to leave. So I would say you give a kid one opportunity. Okay, you go to wherever and you don't like it or you're not the starter, whatever the situation is you give them one uncontested transfer in their college career one and then that's it no more uncontested transfers after that unless unless there is substantial you know whatever negative whatever anything negative that is going against a player and he wants to get away from that then okay but it has to be substantial proof that that stuff is going on. So, um, but <clears throat> I think long term, this is just not a, uh, you can't just say uncontested transfers every year. So I can go to one school one year. Hey, I'm not the starter. Let me go somewhere else. Okay, I'm not the starter here. Let me go somewhere else. No, I don't like that. So I say give them one uncontested transfer and then you can transfer again if there's like, you know, somebody saying something negative towards you or something negative has been done towards you, then fine. Um, so let me know what you think about that uncontested transfers in the NCAA. All right. My uh, final uh, segment for this episode is entitled. Um. Did the San Francisco 49ers sacrifice too much to make one Super Bowl run? In my opinion, yes, they did. 
in my opinion, yes, they did. They gave up draft compensation. Um, they took on D. Ford. They gave him a massive deal. Um, you got free agents coming up. I just think you sacrificed too much. I know that I know that you had to make a jump in year three to 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 um, solidify what you were trying to do. Um, you know, John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan. Um, but I just think you sacrificed too much. You gave up a lot of uh, draft picks. I think you only got one pick, and that's 31. And I don't think you pick again until the fourth round. Let me see. Just give me one moment here. I'm researching. Should have did this before the show, but, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, the Florida State basketball team lost to Clemson on a BS call. I'm very upset about it. That's why I haven't really said anything. Um, so they finished the year at 24 and 5. Um, so let's see here. I'm not finding anything. So they've got a first-round pick, and then their next pick, they've got two fifth-round picks. So their next pick isn't until the fifth round. And you got a six and a seven, a six and two sevens. So you're you not going to be able to do anything in the draft. Um, I think that first-round pick has to go to defensive back. So, it's, it's, like I said, you sacrifice too much. I, I think Kansas City was going to get rid of D. Ford anyway, so you didn't really have to trade for him. And you didn't have to give up anything substantial to get him. And it was mad he jumped off sides and caused that, uh, that penalty and stopped him from going to the Super Bowl. So, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, subscribe, please. Um, thank you for all the people that listen on a daily basis. I really appreciate your support. Um, and as always... Go Nose.